Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Well, hello and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul, episode 47, in between Christmas and New Year's. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday and are looking forward to another one. Hopefully you celebrate the turning of a new year with a new leaf um, and you have something to look forward to. I know most of the world is looking forward to a new chapter as we exit 2020 and enter 2021. Um, I know in the book that I wrote in the first few months of 2020, I was like, ophthalmologists rejoice. It's your banner year for advertising. We can see 2020. But truly, I thought perhaps 2021 was actually the right year because hindsight is 2020, right? But um, okay, corny jokes. They're my thing. Um, Yes, I'm a huge nerd and I enjoy having fun. 2020, like many of you, uh, I feel it did not turn out the way that I expected it to. The things that I wanted to happen did not happen. But in a bizarre twist of events, different things happened. (laughs) And today I want to share with you a little bit about how I kind of set up my goals, if you will, personally. And in a way, they kind of were better than I anticipated. And I know that sounds really weird and you're like, oh my gosh, I hate you. How can you have better things happen than anticipated with all the crap that went on um, in the world around or in my life or, you know, all of this stuff? Like you make me sick being so positive and happy. But truly, I keep on track with a very simple trick or tactic beyond the tricks and tools that I've shared with you on the podcast thus far. And it all starts with one word. And it's a very deliberate word choice that I make at the end of each year to kind of set the tone for the year ahead. The year's words don't just come to me um when I look at the dictionary and I'm like, that's a nice word. (laughs) That's what I want. And so I pick that one. Or maybe I put a bunch of words in a hat and I pick them out. No, no, my friend. It's a very deliberate and um, cautious and 
um, I guess you'd say thoughtful process, but in the end, it's really gut and heart centered as well. I can't just think about these things. They have to be um, from a divine source, really. I have to get into a good space with my um, mental, like, bandwidth not taken up. I have to go meditate. I have to pray. I have to be um, connected in nature or just not in a bad space. Like, okay, this year sucked. So I want to have an even better year than the year before. And usually there'll be signs of whatever word that I've chosen come up for me throughout the coming year or the year of that word. And I want to give you some really radical examples of how that happened for me over the last couple of years so that you can see just how amazingly orchestrated that this whole thing is, at least in my life, and maybe it'll help you as, if you choose, you put this into practice in your life this year. So at the time of this recording, um, it's not yet the new year, and at the time of this release, it will be, let's see, Tuesday, the 29th. So you'll have a couple of days to kind of get in this good space. And I want to tell you, I started this out in 2018. I was really um, deep into my journey of spirituality. I had been, um, I'd say, well into the healing journey and was looking to deepen my relationship with creator and I was making some leaps into the unknown. Um, I was making some leaps that I had previously not yet done. And I'll back you up all the way back to 1999 when I did something kind of wild and crazy at the time. I moved states. I packed up everything that I owned and I moved states into a place where I only knew my sister and like two other people. I didn't know anyone. And I thought, gosh, well, I'm still in college. I, um, you know, don't have any roots put down. I may as well do this now. If ever there was a more opportune time, I couldn't think of it. Right. So let's do it. But Fast forward to 2018, almost, you know, I guess 19 years later, I was doing it again. And I decided to have my word um, back in 2017. I was kind of meditating and, and just reflecting on what I needed to, how I could deepen my relationship with Creator. And the word that year was trust. And it was coming up for me over and over again through scripture. Um, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Um, If you look up Jeremiah 17, 7, you can put your trust in the Lord. And like a tree putting the roots down uh, next to a stream, even in times of drought or extreme heat, you know, your leaves will not be scorched. You won't have to worry. Um, It's really beautiful verse. I didn't actually look it up. I'm just kind of um, wrapping off the cuff here at this recording because I want to get it out to you guys. But I chose the word trust and I, little did I know, I was going to break my lease and move from California to Florida in 2018. And this 
Mind you, I picked the word trust in 2017. I had no idea I was going to decide to leave my wonderful job that I loved, move across the country, and start my own business, and just completely start a whole new life where I only knew one person in the state of Florida, maybe two. And I have yet to see that second person um, since I first moved here. And so it was a pretty wild and radical decision. In October of 2018, I saw trust be wildest and most amazing way when we went back to uh, Las Vegas, where I had originally moved in 1999. And we went to a, um, a magic show and I saw this word being picked randomly by an audience member. And it, lo and behold, everyone's um, little arm band or wrist bracelet had the word trust painted on it in neon letters and they all held them up in the air glowing at the end of this trick. Now that brought me to tears and I was just like amazed by seeing the word trust everywhere because, you know, 2018 was kind of an interesting year for me personally as I grew into, um, you know, just trusting in everything. Like, okay, this decision was really rough for me. I had to like make new friends and start my business and get, you know, everything going. It was, it was rough, right? As an entrepreneur, you're not sure what you're doing is the right thing and how to make these choices. And, um, everything was just different. So as I moved into 20, 20, the end of 2019, my word was very deliberately chosen. There were words that I saw a lot of people throwing around the word abundance. And I thought, goodness, you know, I've been in business for almost two years now. And I don't really want to just copy everybody else. And I want something that's much more chosen for me, something that I truly enjoy experiencing with people and something that is more representative of um, like the way that I like to feel when I'm enjoying a nice sumptuous meal in a beautiful environment and when I am you know surrounded in nice clothing or a nice beautiful bubble bath with beautiful uh, expensive soaps and, um, you know, just that feeling. So just that rich, wealthy, grandiose feeling and just really settling into how I wanted to feel in 2020. So in 2019, the word that I chose was opulence. And there's so many different ways that opulence could be taken. And just, you know, I like to feast my eyes on the opulent um, wealth of luxury in beautiful man-made things and also just spectacularness of Florida um, lushness in all of the things that are green and blossoming and, and just, you know, affluence and magnificence and all of that stuff. So little did I know when I chose this word 
that halfway through 2020, I would be surrounded in opulence when we decided to purchase a brand new home that would be being built with wonderful finishes and be able to choose some really tasteful and classy and sophisticated and opulent fixtures and finishes and fit outs and furniture and all of those lovely um, alliterative words. <laughs> so it was really, really exciting to watch opulence come to pass this year. And obviously, um, the trust of the um, 2018 and all of the things that I have really leaned into over the last couple of years have just truly, just really like paid off. Some of the, the different things that I have through my experience with trusting in the Lord and guiding others on their business journeys as a business consultant and their life struggles as a life coach and going through RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy Training, um, you name it, have allowed me this opportunity to just really be in this situation of being able to be prosperous even when others are struggling. And I don't take that for granted and I don't take that lightly. I'm so eternally grateful. Um, in fact, gratitude was my interim uh, word in 2019, right? So taking in trust and gratitude and opulence, it's really a culmination of things that have allowed me to have this luxury of time, this affordability of expression in who I am and who I want to be and who I'm becoming and who I am able to allow people to open themselves up to be. And I truly hope that just through this podcast and what I've shared thus far, you've experienced some value. You've experienced some tips and tricks in what you can do in your day-to-day -day life, whether that's through little rituals that are good for your soul or healing for your heart that you're able to kind of weave through in your day-to-day -day life so that you can get where you want to be or help you along the journey as you're on your way there. So as we move to 2021, I really want to share with you what my um, word was given to me. I wasn't even really um, looking into it for myself, so to speak. I was kind of looking for a word that would represent what needs to be as I rely more and more upon um, Father God and, you know, Heavenly Creator, uh, the universe source, however you want to look at it. But I just lean more and more into my faith of what needs to be my reminder. And this can be a daily, a weekly, a monthly, um, however deep I want to go with this. It's just something that I continuously tap into. Um, and it's just like, um, you know, when you're hiking and you're walking along the path and you see cairns, um, stones that mark the path. 
And these words, they just remind me so much and they keep me on the path of what I need to be. So I, I set an intention in a meditation, a silent meditation, about two weeks ago uh, in my prayer room in my office. And I just sat down and I was prayerful, intentional, and I just asked for the word to be given to me, to be provided, to help me shape my 2021 to what Father wants me to focus on. And it was very quick. I mean, it was within three minutes of the meditation that I was provided with what the word should be. And the word was a beautiful word. I'm going to share it with you now. And the word is sacred. Now, sacred is a beautiful and stunningly powerful word. Um, When you think about the word sacred, it can be utilized in so many different contexts. There's sacred connections. Um, When you look up the definition of sacred, the It's connected with God or the gods or dedicated to a religious purpose and so deserving veneration. It also could mean religious rather than secular. Uh, It could be of writing or text embodying the laws or doctrines of a religion. It could be something that you set aside as sacred, whether it's, you know, something that's a sacred blessing or set apart, it's sanctified, it's considered worthy of spiritual respect or devotion, it inspires awe or reverence among believers, it could be a sacred artifact, it could be sacred ground, and to me, there's so many things that I consider to be sacred um, in my life, whether that's people, places, or things, really. I feel that Everything in this earth is a component and created by creator and therefore should be honored and respected by us as a piece or component of the whole. And therefore, everything is sacred. But on a different level, that connectedness, that connection between us and heavenly realms that sacredness, that special time that's set aside that we can truly enjoy and appreciate and be sanctified as holy, as sacred, that is what is going to keep me centered and keep me still and able to weather the storms that we might face. Because just because there's a turning of a calendar day doesn't mean that the madness ends. (laughs) As a project manager for many, many years at a Fortune 500 company, we used to joke around that the accountants would want our projects to magically end on December 31st. But that's not the way that anything works in project management. Um, We might have deadlines, but that just isn't the way it happens. We can bend the truth a little bit, but we all know that punch lists do not get closed out in the exact timing that we want them to have. Um, There's a quote that I truly 
I, I forget, I have it written down somewhere in one of my notebooks about the definition of, um, of evil. And it's, it's what, I forget who I can ascribe it to, but it was on a talk. It was in a, um, one of those summits that we can attend. And he said that true evil is a lack of respect for what is sacred. And I truly believe that's true with all my heart. I think that people who have a lack of respect for what is sacred and holy are just people who don't even have a lack of respect for themselves, let alone something that is important, something that is to be respected or honored. And I think that what we can hold fast to and hold strong in our hearts and in our minds as we move forward this year, whether, you know, the mountains may crumble and fall or, you know, people with strong reputations of being honorable or respectable might uh, plummet or, um, you know, the stars may fall from the sky. It might all come crumbling down. But if we hold fast to what is sacred, our connectedness to uh, the divine or those things that are important to us, the love that we have for one another or the lives that we um, are here to honor and protect and love and create this energy, this synergistic relationship with each other. When we hold fast to all that is real and genuine and, and worthy of love, that is when we can truly define what is holy and good. The ones that don't have that type of honoring sort of, hmm, I wouldn't even call it a reverential fear of, of what is divine or, or um, eternal because they don't even understand it, right? They're just out for what they can get in this temporal world. Um, I take pity on those. But I do understand that those are the ones that they can wreck it for everyone, right? Like those kids in gym class, like that make everyone run laps. Now you've ruined it for everyone. So I hope that my explanation of how I've been able to come up with a word of the year and what is important um, and how it's kind of moved through and been explained and um, shown up in my life helps you as you move forward with, maybe you don't want to reflect on this year. Maybe it's just like, ugh, it's too much, right? Maybe you don't want to go through the process of journaling and what have I learned and all of that sort of thing. Um, maybe you, it's, it's a little too much. Maybe you don't want to process it. Maybe you would rather look to what you can hold on to and cling to and, and provide some hope, um, for this coming year. Maybe your word is hope. Maybe your word is gratitude or presence or abundance or opulence or trust or even sacred. Who knows? All I know is that it should be relevant. 
Um, it doesn't have to come from you. It can be divinely inspired. And if you get still and you get quiet, it can be provided to you. And it will show up in your life in a big, big way. Well, my friends, since this was an off-the-cuff episode, I'm going to wrap it up and make it brief and get it out there for you. I hope that you've had a year of somewhat satisfaction. I hope that you are able to find some things to smile about. And if not, um, let's make it a better year in 2021. Let's pick a word that resonates with you, resonates with your heart and your soul that helps to liberate you from whatever oppression is standing in your way right now. Um, If you need help with that, you can email me at info at quantumhighways.com or you can visit me at www.quantumhighways.com. And uh, I look forward to bringing you many, many more tips to start 2021 off in a great way, uh, starting as soon as next week. So have a beautiful end of the year celebration, however that looks for you. And until next time, take care.